You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. This movie review also comes for subscribers at Time Lord level or above an uncut, unedited, longer video version of the review. Become a subscriber and check it out. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure exasperation. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no more racism exists after the apocalypse. Mm, mm, I love it. I love it. See, the, the, the show you're selling right now with this song is way more interesting than anything I just watched. <laughs> oh, 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 all 40 minutes of it, Justin? Ooh, yes. Okay, you know what? I'm going to say... I'm going to do that right now. Hey, everybody, we're talking about The Walking Dead World Beyond. I'm going to be completely transparent here. I watched one episode of this, and I've been swamped with work and with a bunch of other stuff. And I didn't watch any other episodes of this, because we'll we'll explain why in a bit. However, we have three people, one of whom also didn't watch very much of this. (laughs) Uh, But we will explain to you about this recent spinoff to The Walking Dead series. Uh, Over here, we've got TC. Hello, hello. Good to be back here. Yeah. Over here, we got Doggett. Doggett. And then we got Jenna. Gina, sorry. It's all right. Howdy ho there, neighbors. (laughs) There's only the one E. I always want to say Jed, but it's like... He was going to say your name correctly, but he skimmed it. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Justin's under the bus, just dragging Gina with him. Doggett's just shoving them both. (laughs) I crawled into the bus like that one girl did in the first episode. I'm just hiding there, and there's a zombie crawling on the side. Oh, my God, because she really couldn't take the two seconds to clip it on to just cover her entirety. She just had to leave it hanging. This is going to be a very salty review, people. Uh, So this is now the second spinoff from Walking Dead, because we had Fear the Walking Dead. Yes. Then we had this show. And apparently they're going to make another spinoff show with Daryl and Carol. The Daryl and Carol show, which doesn't sound like a zombie apocalypse show. It sounds like a Gary Marshall 1980s <laughs> sitcom. <laughs> More Come Mindy and Daryl and Carol. And you know what? That would probably be a much better show than this because this feels like, you know what? I'm going to say this just before I get the actual plot description. This is the least Walking Dead feeling show I've seen in some time. Like, <laughs> if there weren't zombies... Like, okay, again, I've only seen the one episode, but if there weren't zombies in that episode, this would have been a CW show. Uh, <laughs> you know? You're, you are, are right on the money here. This is it's a YA, lesser network TV acting, uh, a post-apocalyptic movie or show, series, story, what have you, that happens to have the occasional zombie in it 
I mean, that oh, is dude. how they pitch the show. I mean, the second I saw the kid with the tweed jacket, I was like, okay, I'm in. I know, I know oh. what I'm signing up for. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm a little confused though because I thought this was the Hobbit Part Seven, <laughs> where they walk uh, off yeah, that... into the the sunset. You know, with the those two yeah. characters. I mean, that's what I. That's the feel I got from it. Was that they it were did literally... take about as long as the Hobbit did for them to go on their adventure for the first episode. <laughs> Like I said, this is a spin-off The Walking Dead, which apparently takes place, I believe, eight to ten years, uh, ten years after the apocalypse, which apparently they're living pretty well for it being post-apocalypse because everyone wears makeup on this show heavily. <laughs> um, but yeah, you got the main character, uh, Iris, uh, who's being, pl- uh, I think it's Iris and Hope, the two si- uh, sisters, being mm-hmm. played by Aliyah Royale and Alexa Mansoor. Mm-hmm. And they're living together in this little town in... Apparently Nebraska, Nebraska. places because lots of stuff happens in Nebraska, <laughs> and Prudent. they are on a hunt to go look for their dad because they he's been gone on a mission and they go out on an adventure to try and find him as well. But then there's crazy government conspiracy stuff going on because of course there is, <laughs> and that's about as far as I got with the plot. And that sounds like it's most of the story. Yeah, it, you you recapped it pretty well. So Arison Hope's father is brought into a government organization that they've introduced into the main Walking Dead series. They have the Citizens Republic. They have the three circles as their emblem. They've also hinted at them in Fear the Walking Dead. And he has been selected because he's a brilliant-minded scientist to go to New York and work on a project. And Arison Hope get a get a communique from him saying that he is not safe. And so they leave the sanctuary of the campus where they have lived pretty much their whole life since they were six years old to walk to New York in a zombie world that they have never been out in. Sure, because, you know, wandering about through an apocalypse across several states, that's no problem. Yeah. You know, that's I mean... the main reason I was so angry at this show, because when I first saw the trailers for it, I thought it was going to be a group of kids who grew up in the zombie apocalypse knew how to knew knew what was up and were traveling. I thought that was gonna be I thought it was gonna be a, a, a group of Carls working yes. together doing zombie apocalypse. If, if that is not a, what I got. No. If it was a Carl and Judith show, then you yeah, you would have had kids who grew up murdering zombies. Instead you have some very sheltered youths going out into the world. And like the yeah, first that... kill the first kill sorry, I get to complain that there's the first kill, it's like, all right, I have my 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 uh, character weapon. There's the zombie in front of me. Don't worry, guys. I got this. Whack on the side. No. Yes. <laughs> oh no! It's overwhelming. No, guys. I got it. I got it. Whack in the arm. No. Stab the thing in the face. The sheltering of the teens isn't my issue because I feel like that was kind of the point. Like you, these are privileged kids, as privileged as privileged can be in a world that is post-apocalyptic. And that university held 9,000 people. Mm -hmm. My issue is just the execution of all the themes in the show and Iris's weave for the love of fucking Christ. I'm gonna need y'all to give black women better weaves. Period. <laughs> Never. My girl. I know it's the apocalypse. I know it is. But you, <laughs> y'all have running water. Somebody could make a distillery, clearly. And it's like y'all have enough makeup. So I'm confused as to why your weave look like that. Anyway. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Okay, Gina, I have to ask. I have to ask because maybe I wasn't paying attention. Who are you referring to? Iris. <laughs> Iris. Iris. Iris, the main girl. Yes. The only Irish. She had a weave? black person, well, apart from her dad on the show, 
Because again, mm. we well, live in a post-racial apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the thing too with that. I mean, you know, the weave is one thing, but one thing, the fact that apparently for being in a post-apocalypse 10 years after the fact, they have pretty, they're pretty well off. They're all well fed. They what? have nice clothes. They have running water. They have makeup. They have- They got tweed jackets. <laughs> they have working helicopters in this. It's like- Well, rah. hold on. To, to, to- Hold on there, because Justin, you know, you didn't get past the pilots. Uh, this is this this campus that they exist on is as though Alexandria had succeeded, or the governors uh, of of community had succeeded in uh, the regular Walking Dead series. That these yeah. these people had figured out a, a system of government. A, they have a a a treaty with two other cities, Oregon being one of them. Yeah, yeah one other city, Nebraska, and then San Francisco. Yes. Yeah, He's yeah. just, or Oregon. Uh, Portland, yeah. yeah. And and yeah. so they've <laughs> they've figured out a system of, of of success, like a successful system of survival in, and mm-hmm. so the campus works. So that 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 initial setting, it's, it's working. It's been working for a number of years. However, like any location in The Walking Dead, that shit's going to fall fast because- yeah. That that's something that does. this show can't get away from is we know all the tricks, okay? Mm-hmm. But I, I just want to say I've read out every comic in this series. Um, I'm well aware of the source material, but this world, especially on television, is just boring now. Okay, zombies aren't Ooh. interesting in The Walking Dead. We have seen, we have been here for ten years with the show. We've seen all the tricks. We know all the tropes. There's Thank nothing you. exciting about watching a zombie attack. Especially when characters have plot armor, right? Yeah. There's no impact in seeing zombies killed. Of the of the full ten episodes, which I did watch in their entirety, there's probably high a half, five. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> there, there's a half dozen kills and a f- special effects moments in here where I was I I tipped my hat. I was like, there you go, Greg Nicotero. You're not being lazy on something like this. But yeah, it's 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 just. It's we we've been here too long. There's nothing interesting anymore in this scenario. So they really got to go far to impress me. And I know I sound cynical, but it's because I am. I've checked out of Walking Dead. It's the same thing over and over again. The main issue with The Walking Dead is that they're trying to follow in the steps of Marvel and create this world and have this break off and this break off and this story. But it's just like, honey, it is the year of our Lord 2020. We are literally <laughs> living in a very yeah. live pandemic. <laughs> so is... for you to, for me to give a shit about these characters, the hero's journey, whatever narrative you want to throw in there, you're going to mm-hmm. have to give me something that has a little bit more emotional depth and a little bit more, just give me more. This show mm-hmm. just wasn't interesting at all. Like, I love no. One Tree Hill. <laughs> Horrible. <Yeah. laughs> I love Vampire Diaries. Horrible. But at yeah. least they know how to make the characters interesting enough to where you keep going back. Even Supernatural. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. shows that have been on for years that are years, not that great. Yeah. yeah, not that great at all. But they still know how to create a narrative where it's like cool at least i'm entertained yeah this was just not i don't know what you wanted me to do with this at all (laughs) in concept in concept and i've talked about this in reviews i've done for one of us before in concept this is a really good concept to see what the the first generation that exists beyond the apocalypse they were they were six years old when the world ended so they don't have a reality before this so to Mm. To introduce this, a new generation who have exist only in this world, heading out to experience the world, 
there's some good material to be drawn from there. It is it is hurt by the fact that you can see the show itself figuring out how to tell its story for eight episodes before it actually starts paying off and getting interesting. Part of that was because this was greenlit as a two-season limited series. So they already kind of had it set in stone what they were going to do for the story even before they started filming. Mm-hmm. And probably because it was supposed to be directed by Jodenvork Roberts from uh, Kong Skull Island. Mm. And then they kind of told him that they were going a different direction, which is oh, never girl. a good sign. <laughs> and so he left. And I'm like, which I'm like, dude, go make Metal Gear Solid because that's a much better decision than this <laughs> yeah. show. But yes. that's the thing is that, you know, when we talk about like, you can do fresh stuff with The Walking Dead, but the biggest problems the show has, it's three part for me. One is the writing is absolute garbage because it's just the worst dialogue and the worst characterization. Two, the style is all over the place because it feels like they decided, you know what, let's take Walking Dead and mash in Life is Strange with it, that video game that came out, Mm -hmm. where it's just all the twee elements, the white outlines around the characters with little drawing segments Hey, if it it means anything to you, they dropped that by the second episode. (laughs) Now, now, Justin, this is is your review of the first 40 minutes of this entire season, right? It is, but I just want (laughs) to say, on top, here's one thing I could say is probably universal for the whole show, my last point, is that the acting is a atrocious for most of the cast like i'm gonna be sorry uh that lead actress um what's her name ilea royale is, uh, she's irish yeah. awful she is a bad like, like you know it's it, again she it's nothing personal against this person but she just has no charisma no personality and no line delivery is that a hope no uh i think you're talking about iris the the black girl right Iris, yeah, yeah, Iris, the main. Oh, character. I thought you said Hope. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't going to try to correct her. Don't worry. I hope. Mean, no hope. <laughs> I I would blame the writing more than I would blame her. It's clear that she's she's not a seasoned enough actor to know correct. when you have a crappy script and know how to carry it. But she did the best. It was the sincerity. In fact, Iris's and Hope's relationship. Had they fleshed that out a little bit more and really set up here and tried to capture the the allegory they're trying to make, which is, you know, the, the Internet age, us kids growing up in something that mm. fundamentally shifts how we interact with each other. Have they yeah. really authentically explored that? And it goes back to what I was saying before about in concept, there's there's some good ideas here. And it's. It's a bit on the actors and actresses because there's a lot of fresh faces in here. The only we have Julia Armand is the only seasoned veteran actor in here. Uh, we have Scott. Which I didn't find her very good either. No, no, honest, she so. she seemed to be you know cashing in that paycheck. Scott Atz she was phoning it in so hard. S- Scott Atz shows up later in the season about season or episode four or five as a a uh, grifter, and he's he's great. You, you know him from as Frank from Thirty Rock. Uh, or or I'm a writer from the Tenacious D show back in the day. So he shows up and brings a little something, but this main cast, they are, they are, they are growing right here. And now you can see them growing and as well as the show figuring itself out. And, and all that is a detriment to what could be a good concept. Right. Um, Doggett, I don't know how you 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 with me watch well, the whole series. Well, uh, <laughs> as the yes, as the please pers- have the have the spotlight, man. As Go as on. the person who watched this with headphones on, Justin, <laughs> 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 I uh, I thought this was kind of boring. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was just gonna say that I I was gonna give this a chance. I really mm-hmm. did. I I I'm not even joking. The second I saw the kid with the tweed jacket, I thought to myself, I think I know what kind of show this is gonna be. <laughs> And yeah. no, it wasn't. It wasn't that type of show. 
this show was almost as boring as The Runaways. And oh, if you, you know what? If you heard my review for The Runaways, you'd understand how much <laughs> I, I was that... on your review for The Runaways. So this <laughs> being just full of bad teen actors, yeah. bad adult actors, uh, the... a, a story that could have been done in three episodes. By the way, Justin, if you ever do, for every whatever reason, want to revisit this see, this show, Heaven start me if in I do. episode seven. Yes, yes, I'm with episode you. Episode seven, because there's a there's a there's a twist towards there where it's like, okay, now I'm into this. Yeah, because it's I was a, always I was always doing that debate in my head, which is who, which character do I like more, the 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 theater arts white kid or the school shooter white kid? Oh god! And that, <laughs> and that you got Elton, Elton, me. Elton, and Silas. I, I I hate I I hate saying this, but th- those two were way more interesting than the two made females we had. Yes, I kind of felt that way too, honestly, when I was watching the show. Like, I mean, again, I'm not trying to judge it as a thing like the you know being the white guy is kind of thing, but I'm like. It, the problem with the girls, again, is the problem that I feel like, again, they try – like what you were saying, Gina, with them trying to establish connection, they desperately wanted to do that. But for some reason, it's just a combination of weak writing and the girls just not being good enough actors to carry the emotional heft. Because honestly, there's whole sequences where the main girl is trying to have like big speeches like in front of that big uh, congregation outside the school. Mm-hmm. And it is the it is limp as a wet noodle. It, it's almost as bad as Andrea's scenes from season three of Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, where you're just well. like – yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're not far off because this whole show feels like one of those episodes of the regular Walking Dead that introduces you some to some new characters that you know aren't going to survive. Like let intru- let's introduce this interesting new character that will only be in two episodes. Um, but but you're you're not wrong. It is about halfway, a bit a little bit halfway. Episode seven. Um, they introduce these two new guys a little earlier than that, but once the once they kind of have everyone in place and you understand what their role is going to be in this narrative, is when the show starts getting interesting. It's just a matter of committing to getting that far, and 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 they start doing like I said. Uh, there's little moments here and there that are good. That it's like, oh well, that's a that's a cool, unique thing to do, and and introducing these. Uh, it's Scott Ad's character, and I can't remember what the Percy. I can't remember what the actor's name is. He's on the show. Uh, Ted Sutherland. Right, yes, I believe he's in Rise, another another miniseries show. Yeah. So he's he's got some experience, and it shows when those two characters are introduced compared to our other characters who are growing as actors live on television with us. <laughs> Honestly, this this feels like an executive decision by the people at AMC to go. What would get teenage girls to watch The Walking Dead? Well, I, you know? that's that has to be what their motivation was here. We're 10 years into the main series as it is. They're losing – the audience is aging out. So by having a yeah. show like this, they can capture a, – a, potentially capture a younger, newer audience. Because in the long run, this is not aimed towards us. We're, no. we're out of the generation that would appreciate this because they are – I mean, the actors are in their twenties, but they're playing sixteen-year-olds, and the their perception of the world, even though it being the dead world, is is likened to a sixteen-year-old mentality. That's why I said, I mean, this is sorry, I, I made this note. I feel pretty proud of it. I'm gonna say it. This is the perks of being a Walking Dead flower. <laughs> and and if that alone jives with you, the listener, like, well, I like perks of being a wallflower. I like that that why a um, uh, fault in our stars. That's that. That's my wheelhouse. Well, let's add some zombies into the mix, and this show might be for you. See, I almost feel like they're trying to capture a warm bodies vibe with this, which also 
thinking of world beyond warm bodies wb i'm sure that was association there <laughs> it's you, but who is stretching now <laughs> <laughs> but you know again it's just that problem it's just this show is just so weak again i can only judge the one episode but it doesn't sound like i missed much even with the parts where it got good or better at least kind of thing the the, you know, the so. moments of interest for me at least became more frequent as we got closer and closer to the end of the season they started tying things up a little better. What what uh, Jenna was talking it about. It got so with boring. Feel- magic tricks were wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, oh, I made a list of like just the moments where I went, oh, okay. Like they had, I was saying before, I'm not impressed by zombies anymore. Who care? Like we've been there, done that. They found a body on a park bench or a bus stop bench that was sort of covered in something they're like what is that oh isn't that the one for the trailer that they show i don't know i didn't watch the trailer but it ended up being a a hornet's nest made out of a what used to be human's body and that was was like oh that's that's cool that's a cool moment (laughs) yeah which is a shame because it feels like those cool moments were not enough in the show because that's one thing i could say for me in the first episode that the effects and the technical work in the show seems to have really downgraded yes. over, the, yeah. over the course it, of it. Like, it's reminiscent like, of season two of the original series. Well, when they yeah, lost you're Frank spreading Darabout. the budget through four different shows. <laughs> yeah, well, because honestly, because you're like, wait, so now we got the problem where the the zombie effects, like even because uh, Greg McTurro only did one episode of this show, apparently. Yeah, he's only just, the pilot. He his his organ his group is doing the visual effects, but he's not leading it. Yeah, which is weird because I actually found that the pilot seemed to have the most objectionable effects from what you're describing to me. Because I'm like, wow, these zombies look like – they look like Halloween masks. Like, it yeah, just seems like he's on autopilot. That's pretty consistent so. throughout. Um, there, There's the, the best visual prosthetic, the best effect prosthetic that they did is in Silas's backstory episode, which I think is episode eight. They uh, – yeah, it's episode eight. They did a visual effect – a character gets a picture frame stabbed in their face. Not a zombie, Ooh. a human gets a picture frame bashed over their head and stabbed in the face and beat in so their jaw is unhinged. And that visual, that prosthetic looks so good. I, and, and, and again, I'm not saying this makes for a good series, but I appreciated that makeup job. They did a damn fine sure. job creating that. And I was like, a good moment right there yeah the production design in this there was money put into this clearly i just wish was there really though i i feel like they didn't have much they didn't have much faith no. in this um again sorry i guess my computer <laughs> didn't like this show either. my computer is like this shit is not hitting right now but yeah the, from felix backstory to the family guy flashback <laughs> to the, uh, to the just tone deaf writing and the lack of characterization again like tc said we've been here for 10 years we've walked through with these characters you know like we need something that is a little bit no we need something that is different not a little it, bit and not just those different. little like i keep so, saying moments that are are unique and different yeah we need something better out of this concept and and unfortunately they didn't it it did take eight seven to eight episodes as Doggett has mentioned as well, for for to sit back and go, okay, now we're now we're somewhere interesting, but it's that shouldn't that mm-hmm. that's the sort of feeling you should have uh, earlier, <laughs> like in the the pilot should hook you. But I'm gonna say this that you know I can't give a fair score because I didn't watch this show. Mm-hmm. I will only just say personally, this pilot is the single worst thing I watched all year. Wow, it was. Yeah, and you know I I have not been watching a lot of movies this year, and I've not been watching much as you guys have mm-hmm. probably. 
But in terms of what I have watched, this, next to the Rebecca remake, which I also thought was dreadful uh, on Netflix, this was just, obviously, it's pointless. It's uh, The biggest problem with the show is that there's absolutely no reason the show should exist. Yeah, it could, so just, as easily, proper... it could just as easily be a spinoff episode of series of episodes on the regular show and you would get just yeah, the same so amount of I, I can't give it a score but i will say i do not recommend watching this the, the pilot couldn't even hook me a little bit with it so but you know doggett why don't you go ahead since you haven't talked this much why don't you give your final thoughts and rating well as everybody knows i'm pretty lenient when it comes to most things i i, I no skin off my bone you're shitty you're shitty i i don't care <laughs> <laughs> but you know don't be boring and a lot of the show was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. There's at least four episodes. I'll just tell you right up. You could just skip. You could just skip. You don't have to watch them. Just you could make this a tight four episode show, and it would you'd probably enjoy it more. Honestly, I don't. I mean, TC would probably get a debate on which episode you could start with. Yeah. But honestly, <laughs> you only have to finish uh, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, I guess just those four episodes right there. Well, there and, you go. And, and you have and you have a very interesting like de- plot development happen that you can actually sink your teeth into because you're actually wondering yourself, well, did it happen? Did it not happen? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I get some weird vibes out of this guy. And also, by then we were introduced to some new characters that I actually really did enjoy. I'm not even joking. I, I it was like it was it was just nice to see Pete from Thirty Rock get away from his family. Like, like finally, and he and he yeah, went out yeah. the way he wanted to go out, and so I, I'm gonna give this a um, subpar five out of ten. Uh, the number of times we actually saw zombies. <laughs> yeah, like zom- Even in the first episode, the zombies were only in like maybe a com- uh, combined minute of screen time on the show. Yeah, they, it, it's, yeah. It, it does feel like someone had a concept for a YA post-apocalyptic thing. And when it came up, like, hey, we're looking for a Walking Dead spinoff. Someone's like, uh, let me just add zombies real quick right here. Hey, I got a sh- I, I have a great idea. <laughs> yeah. No, and the critical reception has been pretty bad for the show so far, too. It's like 41% positive Rotten Tomatoes. So, Damn. yeah. Now, Gina, why don't you go ahead, then? Final thoughts and ratings? Uh, I know there's a show on Netflix, I don't know if it's like Kids on the Block or something to that effect, but it already canceled. is about the apocalypse where I guess the parents, no, what, no. it got canceled? No, he's saying if it's Netflix, it's likely canceled. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was, a, there was a Netflix oh. zombie show of kids in it that also got canceled. Ah, okay. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was that. I know that it was like, if you became an adult you ended up going crazy or something like that. Anywho, I'm pretty sure the general audience knows what I'm talking about. Go watch that because it's a lot more interesting. It's funny. There's dark humor. There's interesting characters. And it really does have a youthful take and POV on how teenagers of our generation and previous generations would behave if there were no adults and the apocalypse (laughs) happened. I believe it's like kids on the block or something like that. Um, this show is just not it for me. Sorry, I didn't really go past season four of The Walking Dead, to be (laughs) honest. So, like, I wasn't even really interested in this. I just saw, I just thought it would be better, um... You know, maybe like a maybe was it maybe call Saul, call Saul. something call Saul, <laughs> like this. Thank you, like the spinoff from Sons of Anarchy. I was thinking like, hey, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. this will do it. Unfortunately, there are more flaws than positives in the show. 
And I'm just tired of bad weaves on African-American <laughs> characters. With that being said, um, don't waste your weed on this. Do not waste your weed on this. This is not a show that you pack up and get high to. You will be highly <laughs> disappointed. With that being said, I will rate this a 2.5 out of 5 times that Iris really should have known she was not ready for that. <laughs> Why? Why are we? Why? why like, girl. <laughs> why are we still letting the Walking Dead disappoint us? I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's a it's I an abusive the, relationship. I, I think <laughs> really the best is. Walking Dead is the first volume where it's mostly a zombie adventure story. Mm-hmm. It's not completely about how humans suck, how we're all gonna fight each other to the very end. Even though that's kind of how it looks like right now. <laughs> but I was gonna say, I just. There's a, there's an opening title sequence that they were originally going to use for the original Walking Dead show, that was like it was super fun, kind of creepy looking. It had like uh, graphics from the comics. Yeah. Oh, is it that animated one? I think that was a fan fan made one. Wasn't no, it? I think it was actually an official thing. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's bad. I'm just saying that had a cool energy to it that I wish this yeah. entire world could have had. But instead, we got the opening title sequence to it. I think set the entire world we were going to get. Gray and brown. <laughs> which, it's a great intro theme, but yeah, regardless. Yeah. Which is better than any of the intro stuff they have in this show, honestly. <laughs> but, uh, TC, last but not least. All right, uh, um, let's see. I, I'm just going to get some quick hit notes here before I get to my final thoughts. The first sure. song we hear in this entire series is called Insignificant. And I think <laughs> that's pretty apt for what we experience here. Um <laughs> that song was so horrible we, I've oh said God. it a couple times in this. we have been with the zombies been there done that especially in the Walking Dead universe if you are if you are interested in zombies and you want to see a more interesting world exploring zombies and what that what the the post-apocalypse would look like I can't recommend iZombie enough honestly I would recommend the Telltale uh, Walking yes, Dead if, if you like, specifically that... want to go Walking Dead uh, and yeah. and honestly this story as I've said this is a pretty solid concept would be much better served in a different medium whether it's comics yes. or novelization um, they, they do have little cool moments the fact that the sky fell is a plane crashed on the city because the zombie outbreak happened in a jetliner in, in an airliner and that's how the zombie uh, apocalypse began in that town. Okay. Is a plane <laughs> sure, full not? of zombies crashed. <laughs> this um, shit was Chicken Little? Yeah. <laughs> the sky is falling. Um, a little quick note. It's not I really champagne, uh, zombie champagne, unless it's from the zombie region of zombie France. Just want to say that for anyone who actually watches <laughs> the show and gets that reference. Um, the character of Elton, I, f- I feel him and Silas, Elton and Silas, the hobbits, as, as Jenna keeps calling him, they ended up being the the shining. They ended up being surprisingly good on this show. Once we got to them having a chance to to grow and develop beyond their, I'm the I'm the nerdy one and I'm the brooding one. Um, <laughs> uh, the signature weapons in this, the wrench is pretty cool, but I think nothing will ever beat the Triceratops horn spear that are that Iris use. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yes. there's a cool moment where Huck finds boots on a dead body and how happy she is to find new boots was a very cool little moment because that would be honestly what would happen in the apocalypse. You'd find all oh, these new shoes on a dead person. Woohoo! Hopefully she washed them. <laughs> she was smiling. 
Uh, and her back <laughs> her backstory would make a great short film, as well as Silas's backstory would make a great short film. Okay. All that being said, this show is about the first generation to come up in the world after it ended, and it's like it's like the teenagers and Zoomers now who have no idea what the impact of 9-11 was on the world. That that is that is in concept what they were attempting to do here, to show Zoomers or or this the newer generation whatever have you, they don't they don't understand the impact of what the 30, 35 plus year olds have had living in a post 9-11 world. They exist. That happened. That's something in their past that they don't understand. And so conceptually, there's something neat to be done with that. Uh, there is something interesting in that concept, but the execution here is so dull for a large swath of the series. It took eight episodes for me to sit up and go, oh, and even with the payoffs that we get in the final two episodes, uh, it's it, it kind of makes it worth getting there, but man, do you have to commit to watching to that point? So I don't blame I mean, you. Don't gotta commit. <laughs> you could just skip, right? Um, we're used to all these tricks. We're used to the tropes of The Walking Dead. It's hard to care anymore unless something truly unique happens. So the the moments that happen are too infrequent for me to even recommend this series. It does elevate itself above the regular series in that these characters don't have plot armor. Daryl and Carol are fine. Okay, they've been fine for 10 years. They're going to be fine to get their own series, so we don't need to worry about them. Yeah, they got some great contracts. There's no stakes in that series, right? <laughs> if you Tyrese still... is looking at their contracts like, this is some bullshit. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, sure. oh, That's quick okay. side note. Sorry, real fast. Daybreak. Daybreak. <laughs> the show was called uh, Canceled. Not Kids on the Kabat. If, yeah, that was canceled because yes. it was not good either. If you still love The Walking Dead, then this show's going to do it for you. But if you checked out like we have, like a lot of people have, if, like I have, it'll be a struggle to stay with this. So even even if I tell you there's cool moments, it won't be worth the watch. Um, and and I'm 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 a completist, so I'm going to have to watch season two. And thankfully, it'll only be ten more episodes. But I'm a completist, so I will watch it. Um, but I can't, I can't go out of my way to recommend this to people. And uh, as a final rating, despite everything I could say that's good and or bad, uh, I'm going to give this five Mountain Dews out of ten because this show was brought to you by Mountain Dew. Jenna, I do you sure love. So much sadness in your face. You found out Daybreak was canceled more than <laughs> the show whatsoever. Yeah. Because it wasn't that bad. I mean, compared to this, Daybreak was well-written. No, no. like, you bastard. Now, recycling it. boots was fine. Now, what, what, is, what, what, what are the rules for recycling hair you see on zombies? <laughs> like, is that, is that yay or nay? Like, I, I just got to know what the ground rules are. I need to start a market.